Welcome in to We Talk Facts with 90-year NBA veteran and Nebraska basketball Hall of Famer Eric Stricker and two-time Nebraska football national champion Chester Johnson. Talking sh- and taking names in sports and day-to-day living. Sit back, relax, and join the show with nine-year NBA vet and Nebraska basketball Hall of Famer Eric Strickland and two-time Nebraska football national champion, Cluster Johnson. Oh, yeah. Once again, it's on. It is a Tuesday, Tuesday, Taco Tuesday, but it is We Talk Fact Tuesday. Yes, you already know what it is. WTF, thank you for joining us on the Sutter Heyman stream podcast line lo9 channel 951 we are not on the radio right now we're only on the stream so twitch twitter facebook and well twitter is now x and uh youtube is where you can find us so uh each and every night eight to nine on tuesday not every night but on tuesdays is where we are cluster johnson my brother sebo the ball head nut what's going on with you my friend you know, it's been an interesting week. You know, I had a child who plays professional football for the Seahawks. I'm a shout yeah. out to Kay Johnson. Unfortunately, uh, was injured in the game, just a, a, a slight concussion, and he is actually feeling better uh, on the rise back and uh, may not play this week, but we're looking to see him back in full action in the following week. So, much love from Pops. He might be looking, not sure, but I told him I was going to give him some love. So just wanted to shout out Kay Johnson. That's all. That's all. Yeah. You know, I, I just a quick touch on that. I, I would say, um, you know, he had to start in the game. Yeah. I, I hate when this happens for uh, young players when, um, you know, they can really make a stamp for themselves and uh, these injury protocols, whether it be by, you know, a, a normal type of injury or, well, he, he may enter into concussion protocols. Is that is that probably? That, well, that's that's what he, so, he's in that uh, in that realm right now. And, you know, the NFL is very serious, serious about, about concussions. Yeah. You know, I know he had to go to uh, for precautionary reasons, had to go to the hospital just to make sure, you know, I'm sure they ran a battery of tests just to make sure his his uh, cognitive awareness was was there. And, you know, we've talked pretty much every day. So, uh, you know, he seems to be the same K.com, you know, full of information, <laughs> and useless, fun information and things that you didn't think that he would know information. So yeah. that's good. Yeah. Um, shout out to Cade. Um we're going to stay in the football realm. The topic we're going to get into today is involves, uh, it could be controversial. Um, I think keep an open mind is one thing that I will say for this particular show, because the Michael Orr situation has been with us for quite a while now. Uh, we saw it kind of come to light, come to the forefront with uh, the movie, The Blind Side. And, um, you know, we heard a lot of background on that, the Tui family and, and, and a lot of them, uh, new information continues to come out regarding this topic and subject. Uh, so there are some things that we have learned 
uh, as of late. We do know this by fact that as of October, I'm sorry, August the 14th, that uh, the retired NFL star who was with the Baltimore uh, uh, Ravens filed a legal filing that the story was largely false. And, and that triggered a lot of people just in that alone, because uh, like I said, you know what, it's almost 15, 20 years now have passed. And, you know, now this subject comes to the forefront, but I think there's some things to discuss regarding that and to kind of look at. And the claim is that uh, there, there were men's made off of his name to which he was not a beneficiary uh, in any form or fashion. Some of that background involves um, the signing of a conservatorship, which is similar to what happened to Britney Spears uh, in that mm -hmm. situation. A conservatorship is different in his mind, in his eye. He's just finding this information out. A lot of people are saying as of uh, 2022. So this is pretty fresh to him as far as him uh, finding out this information that he was not necessarily adopted. He always had thought that there was an adopting. Uh, he knew that he wasn't the beneficiary for uh -huh. quite some time, but he, he he didn't know that he wasn't adopted. He wasn't a part of the family. Yeah, and uh, just for the exact core file, he alleged in the core filing the family who took him in as a young player had deceived him about being adopted and deprived him of earnings from the Oscar-nominated film. Yeah. So in that, we're going to discuss that a little bit. We're going to dig into that topic and in and, and some of the subject matter in that topic today. Um, but, but taking it with an open mind because – this goes beyond the Michael Orr situation. I think this happens in so many situations across the board. And we're just going to talk about it from a, from a sports perspective and, and how that's looked at. Sebo, what's your initial take on, on the story, story when you heard it, when you first uh, became aware of it? Um, you know, pundits are saying different things. The family is saying, you know, different things. The attorney for the family is saying different things. So right now we're still kind of, waiting on some of this information to come out we don't know how it's going to pan out if it's going to go to court yeah. uh, if it's going to be a settled situation uh we just know that the Tui family uh they were already you know a well-off family they, they were doing very well there's also now uh, some alleged information coming out with regards to him being a booster at Ole Miss he ends up going to Ole Miss was there some form of tampering and uh, what was the coach that was at Ole Miss at that time? Um, was it F Freeze? Was it Hugh Freeze? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I have to look that up. Um, the head coach, the coach that was there for Ole Miss was actually part of the high school coaching team. And so there's some kind of like, if you get him here, I mean, there's a lot of that type of stuff going on. If you get him here to Ole Miss, you know, you could get the job. It's, all, it's, it's, it's some of that stuff going on as yeah, well. Yeah, it was Hugh Freeze. You're it was right. Hugh Freeze, yeah. right? So, yeah, so there's 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 a lot of stuff out there, but we're going to dig into a little bit more about this topic. Talk, talk about it. I was wondering if you wanted my initial take. Yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> I, just, I wanted to just give a little bit of background and make sure that the groundwork, the foundation was laid. You said on a the great topic. foundation, my yeah. brother. You said a my great man. foundation. You know, that's that's just two brothers going back and forth sometimes. Sometimes we just <laughs> harass yeah, we each other. Heads, heads. And I would, you know, this is not just in the football realm. Mm -hmm. You know, this could be across the board in all sports. You know, I've, one of the things I kind of wanted to talk about was how some of these, how sometimes people's motives 
are not necessarily on the up and up. Some people see an opportunity. You know, some people see an opportunity to capitalize on a situation. Um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be with a child, right? It could be as the players start to get, start to hit a little bit of fame. And then all of a sudden, you'll see some people come out of the, the woodwork that traditionally wouldn't give you the time of day. You know, I'm going to start, I'm going to ask you some questions too. You know, as, as you ascended on your come up, your come up and, and got into the professional ranks, I bet you can look back and, and, and go, man, there are some people that I really had to stop. Or so there are some people that I had to watch out for. There are some people that when I look back, I'm going, man, why did I let them in the door? Why, why did I entrust them to do what they claimed they were going to do? Mm-hmm. It's just even tougher for a kid. Like his story was an inner city kid who seemed to was, was in a, in a, in a homeless in a bad neighborhood. <clears throat> you know, obviously he had family members, but in no one that he could really depend on. And it's just sad to see. It, it, it seemed like when you watch the movie that there was, you thought there were great intentions in what they were trying to do. They kind of, let's be real. They kind of made him look like he was dumb. Like real talk. In the movie, yeah, like they, real talk. They, 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 did. they really did. They, they really did. It, the they, they did yeah. him a disservice. They made him kind of look like he wasn't competent. But see, the sad story about that is, Sebo, he was a basketball player. He was playing multiple sports. Mm-hmm. To be in that situation and still have the acute awareness to not only go to school, but to do well, to stay eligible. Mm-hmm. And to play multiple sports. So he was an athlete. He wasn't just somebody where you can, like in the movie, they show they grabbed him mm-hmm. and, you know, they had to teach him how to block and yeah. how to protect. Come on, somebody. That man, that man was, that man was solid. But go ahead. Mm-hmm. And stop the cap. <laughs> so I, we talk facts over here. This is the thing. Let's I, go. There's, as, as we can observe, like mm-hmm. I've seen people, even in my journey, and I've watched people how they treat other kids who are good athletes. They they tend to get into it. You know, sometimes you can see that the motives are not right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like I said, it's just unfortunate. It's it's unfortunate that you got people out there who just want that association so that it can enhance them somehow, some way. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, hey, I know such and such. You know, hey, I know such and such. Which allows them an, an end to accomplish something for themselves. And I, that's just not, that's not genuine. Mm-hmm. It's not genuine. And it always comes to the light at some form, at some form or fashion, at some point in time, at some point, Mm -hmm. your motives will come to the light because you're going to slip somewhere. You're going to slip somewhere. And sometimes greed will make you feel comfortable. And the person you're dealing with is going to eventually figure it out. 
uh, it's always amazing to me when I see some of these athletes, like I saw, uh, I, I love the show American Greed, where there was, you know, Dennis Rodman mm. was dealing with the same person that had Ricky Williams, the same person that had like Travis Best, the same person, like, like she was able to get in there and, uh, you know, weave her way with, with her pretty looks. And she was obviously very intelligent because here's the thing that I notice about snakes. They come looking very good. Like mm -hmm. they're not dumb people. Mm -hmm. They're not mm -hmm. dumb. Oh, Bernie Madoff. Let's be real about it. I mean, <laughs> you know, one of the very, biggest. Very smart. Yeah. But a lot of times they're coming with half truths and they're coming with um, destruction. Mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes it's it's just like a long term destruction. It's just killing you softly, and then all of a sudden you look up, and money gone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, like 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 you said, you see these situations often. I mean, just just as of recent, um, you know, there was a story out w regarding um, uh, Usain Bolt that uh, happened with him as well. You know, you you you're working with people that you feel have your best interests at heart at the end of the day, then you have to look up and kind of say, dang, man, what happened? Where did it go? You know, there's plenty of football players that you've heard those situations with. I think Terrell Owens, it might have happened to as well. Um, you know, some, some say that even if you look into the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar situation, that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you know, wanted to retire many years before he did. And, uh, had to continue to play. I mean, let's be real right. about it. They weren't making that kind of money mm -hmm. back then. Yeah. Now, do we want to get really controversial here? Well, break because so we talk cause, back because sometimes it's not necessarily a prominent family. It could be a young lady, mm. right? It could be um. <sighs> Where else do we want to go with this? Man, you, uh, yeah, you, you, want to get you can put it all through the weeds, man. That's all. You want to say, let's dig. You dig. Let's go. Let's dig. You know, we've seen it happen where, you know, young ladies, there's some young ladies sometimes they can see that there's an opportunity to capitalize on an athlete. So we've seen that happen. Zion case. Well, well, pause. Pause. Look at the Christian Wood situation. Oh, yeah. Didn't even think about that. Christian Wood mm -hmm. had a girlfriend mm -hmm. who was with him through the ranks. Next thing he know, he's sitting on that day. We've been at that day where we were sitting with Cade, so forth, and, you know, watching the draft. And during that situation, he doesn't get drafted. One of the most disappointing times of his life, takes her to the airport, never hears from her again. Then signs a $45 million deal. Mm -hmm. That's that, ooh. Yep. I messed up moment. Right. But you're right. There's there's others out there that mm -hmm. break that down. Go ahead. We, we're going to come back to that. But I just want to throw, throw out some other situations. Now you got business opportunities coming to you mm -hmm. that may not be on the up and up. And a huge one that can really, really put you at odds with yourself could be family. Okay. So you got you got family, you got women. You want to do right by the business. Mm -hmm. You do, right? Mm -hmm. But I really feel like family members who understand what the mission and the goal is, they will be cool, mm -hmm. right? 
and let the chips fall where they may. Because you've seen that with John Morant. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just about supporting that person. And at some point, if it gets to you know, life-changing money mm-hmm. where there's there is no doubt that you you're never gonna be broke, then you have to allow that person to discuss that with you. You know what I'm saying? They'll figure it out. They will figure out what they're comfortable with and what they want to present to you as a family member. Um, so as an athlete, sometimes who become very successful and come upon a lot of money, these are the trappings that they got to deal with. So when I saw that two-week story, I instantly started thinking about these other things. Um, you know, it's very, very, you know, I don't want to make an excuse for us men when it comes to how we deal with the ladies when you got that kind of money. But you also have to understand that you are now a target. Mm-hmm. You are a target. You have a bullseye on your back. Your money is on the internet. They know how much you make. That's a fact. <laughs> and it becomes public knowledge. So therefore, you have to surround yourself with a good team of people who mm-hmm. can, you know, cipher some of that stuff off. But I'm going to tell you what, E, it's hard. It's really hard. It's very, very tough. You said two things, and I have a question for you before we go to break. One thing is, uh, you're absolutely right, because I actually used to know a girl. One of the things about me is I always, those female, I kept female friends. And the reason I kept female friends is because, friends, literally, because I I wanted to know how they think. So I'm sitting with a female friend out of L.A., and she literally had a spreadsheet. Spreadsheet? Dead ass. Hey, Harrison, did he said spreadsheet? S- yeah, I'm a little I'm a little I, concerned. Like, I, a spreadsheet. I, I, Hopefully I, for her own finances, I'm sure. I said spreadsheet almost. I said spreadsheet. Good really? thing we're streaming. Good thing we're streaming. That's two back to back on you guys. A spreadsheet. She had a spreadsheet. And it had information knowing how much these individuals make she knew where they she knew hotels where we stayed you said this is california right yeah isn't that still going on today isn't there uh, i've i swear i hear so, those stories keep you're right yeah, you're right going. and that's where my second question comes is this this is the question before we go to break is this something that has continuously been going on or is it just something that's more prevalent and just more the microscope is more on it now because we're in social media uh, time frame, And we just didn't hear these stories as much because it's kind of a taboo thing. No one ever wants to anybody to know that they've been hurt or mm-hmm. they've been scammed or they've been done wrong yes. by any form or fashion. Yes. I've got a story and I know Cluster wanted, want, may want me to address it. And he may ask it of me at some point because I've shared it with him. Cluster knows a lot of my no, my, I wasn't going to. I wasn't. At. I wasn't going to. I, I'm, I'm just. It's. It's been so many stories that we didn't necessarily have to get personal, but it's. It's so many stories that we may even know personally, or that we have seen that just makes you go, man. Like, 
how do you watch out for these IUDs? <laughs> you know, <laughs> how do you watch mm-hmm. out for these potholes? You know, mm-hmm. and, you know, what are, you know, for me, what are some of this, the things that we can put out to the young up and comer that can say, watch these things? Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to talk a little bit more about the Michael Orr situation in, in a little bit more depth, but then we'll, we'll talk about those potholes, how to evade them and what things or parameters or, boundaries that one could put in place to help in this process and we'll do that when we come back on wtf we talk facts right after this we talk facts